You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. Thank you. Shut up. Welcome back to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. And Will. Slurp, slurp. Stop being being weird. Put your hands hands down, too, okay? I'm glad. You know, somebody once suggested that we do, like, a live video of our podcast recording. And because of what you just did, your hand gestures, we'll never be able to. I'm literally copying what Will does on Fortnite. That's all I'm doing. I don't care. You make fun of me because I'm slurping my... Dr. Pepper over no, here. No, that's your catchphrase. Okay, no. well. We don't I don't play those. Fortnite either. Oh, gosh. He dominates. Stop. We started the <clears throat> podcast. All right. All right, let's do this. Go. Done. What are we talking about? I was so excited How to come back here. Hey, Heather. It's good to have you back. Goodness gracious. We haven't done a podcast since last year. For real. October. Was it really October? Yeah, yeah it was. Gosh. I know. Anyways. What a peaceful time the past yeah you know it really my sabbatical away from you all really helped me to realize how much not you need quit. Us. oh okay um it to, was much more time quit off the to, podcast yeah not yeah i was going through some things so it made you want to come back and then i have been here five minutes and i'm <laughs> rethinking <laughs> but you realized in your time off that you missed us I That's did miss you all. I didn't see you all the month of December almost because I was so sickly. Do you know what you know what is a sign of health in a friendship is when you have to take a break from it and call it a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> That's what true friends do. I, I need know. a break from you. I don't for know three that it's a, it was a true sabbatical though. I don't, I don't know that people really realize how often I text and private message you all to harass you all. It's Sometimes pretty, it's pretty constant. Not what? just you two, but Baker too. Baker's over there laughing. Um, yeah. I was about to tear him up this morning. I texted him last night and forgot I texted him, and then he replied at seven o'clock this morning. Oh my goodness! And I was like, Oh, that's when he started work. Was, well, uh, apparently because I was still in the bed, and I was like, Who? Who? Why? I, the one day I get to sleep in. So there's a rule that we have. Um, you don't text someone before 8. Oh, thank you. And you don't text after 9.30. I, I like that rule. That's the rule. It used to be 9. But I don't abide by that when rule, When did you text though? Baker, though? At 7 o'clock last night. Oh, that's huh. before 9.30. Yeah, okay. So that was that was inbounds. Yeah. 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 It was very random too. I think I was, I think I had just yelled and probably cursed at my child, and I had mm, earbuds in, yeah. and I was trying to listen to a Jesus book, and I was like, I was 751, like, seven fifty one. He says, oh, when it he texts me, it was, it was morning, yeah. rounding up to eight. Yeah, he's like, surely she's up with your child. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Sometimes I read messages from Heather Cook, and I just. I, I want to understand, but I right? just don't. I'm yeah, like, the one recently I don't that even was know like, what she's talking about. So I just don't reply because I don't know what to say. It's not safe. Well, be, half of my see the thing is because I have Ever Accountable on my phone that takes out like any sort of any sort of like things that you shouldn't be reading or anything. Oh, I have really? her text or just it, it like, like blurs out. They're the like censored words. words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like redacted. Yeah. Listen, I, I want you all to know. That's why you don't get my full messages either. I want you all to know. I don't, I try not to say inappropriate things in text message because I'm never sure if your kids you are going to read it. Oh. Well, or if we'll screenshot it and hold it for black. I'm not worried later. about that. I'm not oh. worried about that. You don't care. No. Go ahead, blackmail me. I'll beat you up. I said what I said. 
Don't you know who I am? I do know I'm a Tomlin. Okay, yeah. anyway, so, guys, good to be back with you all. I know we've had a lot of people asking when we were going to get back to it, and... Um, all our fans missed us. I believe they did. I had several people messaging me. All four of them. Um, all four of them <laughs> reached out to me in that time. Um, they were very concerned that we had quit, but... Um, we just had to get the building finished. Well, that was the biggest thing, that like was, which I'm yeah. really thankful for. You know, we um, we got in the church no, December the fifth. Um, that was our church, our first church service here, um, as a whole, and um, even into the month of December, like it was just a crazy time um, mm. trying to. Um, we barely make even had church in November. Ba- yeah, I mean, leading up to it. I know. I some people asked if we even were a church still, and I was like, Nah. I think we stopped. For we a might month. we might start church back at ten thirty in in December. Yeah, check it can, out. Yeah, you started this vicious rumor. Can I can I just pick this bone with you real yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead. There were people for weeks after mm-hmm. we launched in the new facility, like we we had ten a.m. service. And like three or four weeks after we launched, people were showing up at ten thirty, thinking church was at ten thirty because you started that rumor. Well, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I needed that extra thirty minutes, man. That's what I wanted. Heather's got like a, a rival group of rebels gathered in the lobby at ten thirty. Every it's like, week, we want to start now. <laughs> every every church card that went out is like, see you Sunday at ten thirty. <laughs> yeah. Like I was sending, I, I was sending I to everybody. It. So many people. Yeah. No, so usually with um, usually with the podcast, whenever we are nearing the end of the year, we like to do a little podcast just to kind of wrap up the year, to look um, ahead to the new year. So we're going to go ahead and do that because um, we're still in the new year. We're uh, 24 days. I don't even know what day of the, mo- the week it is or month. Really. It's still January. Yeah, we're still recording January, this on the 24th that. of January, 24th, year of you. our Lord, 2024. Um, so we're, gonna, we're still going to talk about some of that. So... Um, what one my favorite question what books of the bible are we going through this year oh man we don't even know for sure yet you all already have this planned every year what's your problem well, well we're a little behind we do, do normally we do it at staff retreat yeah so we're gonna do you didn't get a staff retreat we're gonna year, do or yeah, last year yeah we're going to staff retreat okay this coming sunday after church we leave nice. we're going to an undisclosed location yeah don't tell me and yeah i don't want you showing up <laughs> and I'll bring um, we need to be productive yeah and We'll plan. We'll plan at least the next eighteen months of preaching. But gotcha. we've got the we've got the first seven months planned, and it's Hebrews. Hebrew. Woo, seven months. Yeah, yeah. Is that too long for Hebrews? It ain't as long as Genesis. So let's be thankful. <laughs> it's not as long as Genesis. Let's be thankful. We're going. Yeah. We're going yeah, through it in smaller it chunks than Genesis, though. Genesis, we, we are, do yeah. like three chapters at a time. Well, you had to. Hebrews will do three verses at a time. It, so we're going. It had taken eighteen years to get yeah. through Genesis. Yeah, but. Yeah, so we have Hebrews, and then we have some Psalms picked out for this year. We, you know, we always preach a few Psalms at least every year. Usually around Christmas and Easter time, right? <laughs> yeah, we're actually. I think we're going to change that up this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. I no, don't like none change. of people caught the pattern. Yeah, once people figure it out, we're like, let's switch it. You um, know, people don't like change. You know that, right? That's why we do it. Oh, that's yeah. good. And, so, are uh, we going to do any sort of Lenten Advent um, observance this year as a church? Um, Ash no. Wednesday. No, we're not. Does that make you mad? I'm going to find a new church. You, you, there's plenty of Catholic churches that'll do that religiously you every just year. walk in and they do it. Yeah, you don't even have to belong. It's like a drive through. Yeah. Oh, let, won't you find one for me? Give me the name and location. St. Timothy and Scott Depot. We had, we had an interesting... Um, 
we, we had an interesting conversation about uh, things like Ash Wednesday um, the other day because we were talking about if we were going to do it or not. And I think when it goes really well, people are like, "Oh, I love it." Yeah. But but it's not it's not mandated in scripture, and I don't. Wanna, I know we I talk about create, this every year. Yeah, I don't want to create something that feels like a a tradition that's mandated when it's not mandated. Yeah. And so we'll so probably you'll just randomly pull it out of the hat like every four it's to five not years, yeah. four I mean, to seven years. Let's, let's mix it up a little bit, like we'll, we do. The, we'll probably do an Ash Wednesday the service in 2025. Well, we better. So next year we'll probably I'm do one. Start this year for Ash Wednesday. I'm going to smoke a cigar and create, create some, ashes. Create some yourself? ash. Yeah. So next, think about my mortality. So next year, not only are we doing like 2025, but it's a candle year. So yeah, there'll be a lot of candles in the services, yeah. which makes sense. Be wax melting everywhere. What do you mean a candle year? <laughs> what do I mean by candle year? <laughs> she, she doesn't know what a candle year <laughs> is. I'm Heather. I don't know what a candle year. Where have you been? It's a candle year. 2025. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, never mind. Every, we don't always use candles, so I like candles for every church service. <laughs> you do. I love them. You like them for every everything. It's because he was an do. altar boy growing up. He I got was. to. He got to actually. Like, I never made it to an altar boy. Hold the. I wanted to be. I wanted <laughs> to carry be. the light of the world down. My the goal was to get to the that. Altar. One time I got to um, uh, carry. What was I carry? I think I carried the the wine for communion. Mm. Um, Did you drink any? No, I, I, I didn't drink any wine. Not so after after service. The mm. parish is where you would get drunk, and we would inhale oh, helium. Okay. But during service, no, you were respectful there. Helium or helium? No, helium. I don't know what helium is. <laughs> I don't either. That's why. I asked. But it's no helium with and, the silent H. <laughs> I don't know why they had they had like a lot of helium tanks. Like there were there was nothing but like eighty year olds. You're inhaling it from a tank. Yeah. Straight out the tank. <laughs> we took it serious, man. <laughs> I've only ever done it from a balloon. Oh no! So just, do you have? So at home, do you like to do Advent candles? Oh, I thought you were gonna say helium. I was like, and, absolutely, I uh, do. Lenten candles. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I love Advent wreaths. I'll have to send you. Um, Could you imagine the first guy that that inhaled helium and like didn't know it would wear off? I know. He, <laughs> oh, well, he was just like, I'm gonna suck this gas, and then. <laughs> <laughs> The gratefulness oh he must God. have felt oh, I know. when it wore off. Like, whoa. That was close. <laughs> I gotta do that again. I'm sorry. All right. That was a that was a rabbit trail. Yeah, it was. Um, but again, the, the Bible doesn't mandate candles. It doesn't, it doesn't tell us we have to, you know, have candles in our liturgy and stuff like that. So uh, we do we alternate candle years and non candle years at our church. Also, don't say you have to have that podium out there either. That's true. We don't. So let's let's mix it up. Let's hide it. I'm gonna hide it. Well, I just, <laughs> I just like it to I'm set my notes on. Keep it up. Listen, this Thieving. is Thieving Heather's back. Thieving Heather, about she's to come gonna back. steal the pulpit. Um, okay, let's get back on track. Um, so I want both of you to answer this, if you can, in a short in a short way. Um, what's something you learned during the process of moving the the church from one building to the other? The whole process of it. Tell me one thing you learned. It can be funny or it can be serious. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> I'll start. I learned that uh, people develop relationships best when they're working toward a common goal. That's good. There were a lot of relationships developed in mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It was really cool to see from week to week, just mm. different variety of people working together. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I mean, Jeremy I learned. learned he didn't want to do it again. That's yeah, exactly I learned. I, don't, I, I hate moving. I don't want it. This never going to happen. If 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 Will's ever ever like, man, we need to. I found this plot of land. And we're going to move. I will be <laughs> old heights. I'm going to stay right and here. Old <laughs> I'm not <laughs> new in anything. <laughs> You'll have a service at ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> After church, sucking helium in the back. Um, That's my kind of church. So no, um, I, I candles year round. Uh, don't fall in love with a plan. Ooh, that's good. That's Jeremy. what I. That's what I learned. Mm. Don't that's fall good. in love with a plan. Mm. Because cause honestly, like we, even even the plan we had, which I thought I loved, uh, there was something better. Um, yeah. And there were some things that didn't go exactly the way I wanted, but like that's okay. Like it's not really what mattered. Anyways, we're still not done yet. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, uh, I mean, I was hoping to be in what September Yeah. and we got in in Jan- uh, December. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I think that's what I learned. Yeah. So what do you think one thing that we've struggled with as a church has been since combining, um, and coming together as one? Combining the two campuses we had or combining uh, the two, two services. services. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so for context, if any listeners don't know, we had two campuses that combined in 2021. And then that was, of course, in two services because we couldn't fit yeah. in our old building. And then those two services became one uh, just a little over a month ago. And you know so, what we should do? We well, should do like a countdown video where it's like, we are three services Wait, the three campuses, six services, wine, yeah, and then next right. year we are two services, four, and then like <laughs> yeah. until it's like yeah. we're one. We are place, one. one, one we are one. Yeah. <laughs> ten o'clock, not ten thirty. <laughs> what was the question? I forgot the question. <clears throat> you asked. What do we? What do we learn about something? Or um, I don't know. The question. Oh, what the well, question. what's the difficulty that you think that we've had as a church um, oh, okay. by com- combining the two? I have an answer for that actually. Okay, well you got. So, which one? I was only able to attend two services in December, and one of those I was serving in kids' ministry, Mm -hmm. so I didn't really get to see. Um, And I've only been able to attend one this new year, um, just due to sickness. But one thing that I'm noticing every time I'm here, and and I have watched online every week that I haven't been here, is I always see somebody, I have no clue who they are. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's been the most difficult thing yeah. and you all don't give me enough time to fellowship. So when I am here, like mm. I mm. need it, I need like fellowship times three. So okay. I need like 15 minutes we'll instead of that. three. Yeah. Next year's a fellowship year. Well, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was easier when it's two services. You didn't have to see all those strangers. Yeah. Well, so, I, so one thing that I think is amazing is we have had, I think we've had new people every week yeah, since yeah. opening the, have, the yeah. new building mm-hmm. um, since December 5th. We've had new people every week, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but there were so many people that were new um, to even regulars. So uh, our, my family and I have been um, attending New Hots for, f- I think next month will make five years that we've mm-hmm. been members, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, there's always, um, new people coming that we, that we don't know with the combination, um, the combining of the two campuses, there were new people from Valley that we needed to meet and get to know. Um, and then whenever we went to two services here in Milton, like, yeah, that's kind of like, yeah. yeah. So 
so so knowing that, I mean that to me that's like not a problem. It's a good problem to have. It's a good, but it it can yeah. become a problem because it's <clears throat> easier when you have that many people in a room. It's easier for people to go unnoticed, unspoken to. Hundred percent, yeah. So um, I'm I like to always um, one. There's like you know. There's a hundred people you want to talk to because you haven't seen, and you're and I'm like trying to hug and touch everybody and spread the germs that I've had and everything. But then I'm also like, hey, you're new. What's your name? Um, that's usually how I introduce myself. Yeah. Um, and they're oh, like, we know we've seen it, the complaints. Had on the complaints. Let's the cards. That they Please turn have in. this lady leave me alone. <laughs> um, but so, what do you what do you recommend? And this can be for people not just in our church. I mean, yeah. this is something that you can do. So, what is something that you recommend that as a church that we can do um, when we see that as a problem? Yeah. So um, we, kn- knowing that people like to stick to their people, they like to stick yeah. to what they know. It's uncomfortable to talk to new people sometimes because you don't feel like you have a, a connection to you know something familiar to talk to mm-hmm. about. So, what would you suggest as our pastors that we do in that? Yeah. I, so I would suggest, um, and this is not just for New Heights people, is whatever church you go to. Um, I said that. Yeah, I'm just. Emphasizing it, um, you're the settle down. You're the man. Settle down. Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's super helpful um, for a church member to to go out of their way to meet someone. Yeah. Um, because when I do it, people are like, "Well, it's your job." Um, but when Heather does it, as weird as she is, uh, believe it or not, people actually really appreciate that, yeah, and, and it goes a long way. And so if you can just be a member of a church that um, puts forth the effort to meet someone that you don't know, and I don't even think you need to have you know this bar of I have to meet everyone at church. Like You don't have to have deep relationships with everyone, but if you sit beside someone and you don't know them, you should you should know them by the end of yeah. church or whatever. And I think also just being in a habit of coming to church early um, and staying late. Heather, you do good about staying late. You're, you're not real good about getting here early. Um, but That's a lot. Every time I've came to church in the last two months, I've been early. I don't know. Well, Baker can call her and... But you know what? what Why don't you seven? start calling me at seven fifty one every every Sunday? <laughs> I'm kidding. I thought you were showing up at ten thirty, thirty minutes after service starts. No, do you not remember the first service? I was out there directing people with oh, my yeah, phone fingers. You were. And, you were. And, yeah. and I taught class. Phone fingers. Phone fingers. Yeah. Phone phone fingers. Fingers. yeah. Oh, I wish you did. They were middle I fingers. Did. That was the problem. They, they were middle they were fingers. They were pool noodles. <laughs> they weren't middle fingers. They, so. She was flipping everybody off. It would have been you. You would have been churches. Yeah. Yeah. Outside, <laughs> but truly, I, I truly, I think um, people people don't put enough emphasis on that. Like, you know, that, I'm glad you said that. Um, I remember our very first service at New Heights, mm-hmm. and I sat. It was a, was it a homecoming service? Um, oh, maybe that was okay. Maybe it was my second service. Okay, yeah. So our first service, we did come to um, New. Uh, the homecoming the big, at the yeah, pumpkin yeah. pumpkin farm or whatever over there. Yeah. Um, the the actual first normal service that I came to, I sat. Um, it was over at the pre K. I sat beside of Tammy Borden. Now a lot of our listeners have no idea who that is, because um, Tammy and her husband have since <clears throat> moved on um, and moved closer to family and stuff. But I remember um, there was a seat between us. Yeah. Um, and I sat beside of her, and she hugged me. 
Yeah. And like we knew people at New Heights, so it wasn't like we felt like we were out of place or didn't know anybody. But she was the first person that I had contact with inside of the church. And mm-hmm. she just hugged me. And it was such a sweet, welcoming hug. And that her doing that to me um, really inspired me to like do that to other people. Not go hug them. Um, yeah. But um, I met so many new people at the preschool after doing that. Like, and Tammy's I, a good example of just like she's she's very intentional. Oh yeah, very like, intentional. Um, I was very. I mean, I'm. I after that, I was like, you know what? I want to be intentional like that mm-hmm. because, and um, you know, I I just remember like there there were several people that I can think of like right offhand that I've developed wonderful relationships with um, since then and have been able to keep because of just be, just having that small little thing and being intentional yeah. about it. And remembering people's names, I do that. Like, I've made that a point with my job. Um, I teach a lot of different I – teach, I teach a lot of nutrition education. I go into a lot of, like, rehab centers and day reports and things like that, um, the alternative schools. And I think it's so important for somebody to remember your name, especially whenever you, you know, you feel like you're not seen, you're not known, you're not loved. Like, to me, like, I always make a game out of it just trying to remember. And that's why, I like, I act – crazy like when I lose my Bible journal that we get because I have so many I hope nobody ever finds mine seriously <laughs> I got a lot of notes and stuff back there and I'm like red hit you know like I'm describing them <laughs> and I'm like putting their name and stuff like that um some stuff I don't, y'all don't want to know what I put in there but um but like I I, I do like you know I, yeah. I I like to be intentional about that because I think it's really important so that's really good advice so last question and we'll wrap up actually I want to do two and then we'll wrap up so Jeremy, hey. something that I was really excited that we've been able to start, and which I'm sure we could have done this. I don't know. May, we're not going to think about the past, but something that we've been able to do since <laughs> since we've been in the new buildings and everything is we've been able to um, have a really awesome space to have our Bible studies. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit. Um, you started an eschatology um, Bible study on Wednesday nights. So how has that been for you to be able to do that? I love it. But we talked about this earlier. <clears throat> Teaching in that capacity is my favorite thing I, I get to do. Um, preaching something that I don't mind doing. Um, I, I like. I mean, I wouldn't say I don't like it. I like it. But I love teaching and like conversing, kind of about different topics. Um, he just loves being the devil's advocate, and it gives him a really good platform to do that. <laughs> it does. Um, no, I, I think I think it's really fun to talk about the Bible in a way and look at different perspectives and see and kind of hear thoughts from other people. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Uh, we've, this is our third week. Um, Tonight will be your yeah, third week. Yeah. The first time, the first time we did it was great. Second week, the weather was really bad, so there wasn't a lot of people here. So I'll tell you uh, next time we meet. Next time, our next podcast. You asked me that same next that same question on the very next podcast okay. that we do, and I'll tell you how it was. <laughs> okay. And uh, if it was, if I'm discouraged or encouraged, but no, I love it. Uh, it it's it's been really great. Can I say something, Jeremy? Um, Please. <clears throat> which I love. Um, I love to hear you preach. Um, you boo every single time I get the mic. You literally boo. You know that's not true. Wow. You know I send you private messages about how your sermons, whether they're good or bad. You know I'm. <laughs> you know I spare no Complaints. feelings in that. I do that to both of you all. Um, 
<clears throat> but I, so I was going through the cohort. I've tried, I've tried a couple of years to go through the cohort that you all offer. Um, and one of my favorite things to see is, you know, one, I think he does like to play the devil's advocate. I do. But something that people don't realize about Jeremy, um, I think from his preaching persona plus his, uh, versus his teaching persona in those, like he makes the environment and the atmosphere so welcoming to ask those questions, to mm-hmm. play the devil's advocate. And I don't know of other churches that do that. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love. Now, I will tell you, I dropped out of the cohort because I don't care about those topics. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I She's did. Like, I hear y'all teaching on these things. I just don't, I just don't give a rip. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to. I want to so bad. I got But you. I don't. I got you. That's why, like, when I shared about the eschatology uh, Bible study. I'm like, this would be great. I will not be there, but this will be great, and you should go if you're interested. Randy's there, and it's <clears throat> That's wonderful. Why. That's why I'm not there. <laughs> That's why she can't. She can't stomach to attend. I knew Randy's he'd be there, there. <laughs> and he sends me notes every week. Okay, so I'm not missing a thing. I promise you. But no, I, I I definitely encourage you if you are local to us, whether you attend our church or not. Jeremy is an amazing teacher, um, and I know this is a topic that he's especially passionate about. He's open to questions. He's open to being challenged. Challenged, um, and it's just a really fun. He makes it a really fun learning experience. So, Jeremy, I'm glad that's something that you have had the space and the time to do. Yeah, it's been fun. Amanda's good. You looking at your clock or something? No, I was. Oh, gonna, okay. I was waiting for you to finish. Oh, so I'm so sorry. I was taking so long. I was just gonna say, Amanda's got a teaching degree, and she's always and she teaches for Casa. That's yeah. her job. So, um, as an educator, she's always interested in like people that teach well. And I, I came home from Bible study the other night and was telling her about Jeremy's technique in teaching. And she was like, she was laughing at my excitement, but I was like, he teaches so well. He does. And he had this cute little hat that he put on. I won't give it all away, but he had this hat that he wore at certain times. That hair looked like the, that? Yeah, 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 it was. Okay. Yeah, the that picture that our church posted where his hair's all messy is because he was, he had I mean, he looks that hat. way most of the time when I see him, <laughs> right. especially on days like today, but his hair actually looks nice today. He oh, knew thanks. we were going to... Okay, last question for you guys. I did nothing. Um, What is, I know you all will probably do this more so at the um, leaders retreat that you guys are going to do. But tell me one thing, shortened version, each of you, that you have a vision for for our church in 2024. Oh, I'm bad at this. Okay, don't answer it. Vision person. Uh, (laughs) Answer it. Just make up your own question and answer it. Um, uh, if I could say, if I, some, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to reword it. Uh, okay, um, great. Jeremy, if you hope something, <laughs> you know, you hope your church grows or does something differently next year, what would it be? Well, that's a good question for me. Um, I'm going to say I would like to see more people serving. I think we have, kind of like you said, you see the abundance of people. And we see growth, mm-hmm. uh, and I still see the same people serving. Yeah. So I think we 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 have. If, I imagine if everybody in the church like upheld their covenant and actually served, um, like they, they say they're going to, it, we would only have to serve once once every two years. Right. <laughs> it'd, yeah. be it'd be amazing. Yeah. It's just some capacity in some capacity. It'd be great. <clears throat> That's a topic for another day. Um, maybe maybe that'll be our topic next week. I don't know. We'll see. William, uh, what's your vision for the New Heights Church of 2024? You can't ask yourself a different question. Nope, you got to stick to yeah, mine. Yeah, no, I'm fine with the question. Uh, discipleship. I, I think that um, when we look at where we are as a church, 
we've combined those two services on Sunday into one. The church feels bigger. Um, and we've heard a couple of like very cordial and nice complaints mm-hmm. about that. Um, I've had a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Not about that, but mostly well, Baker. Just, like the church just feels bigger, and I get that. Uh, the church isn't that much bigger. I think people just didn't realize how right. big our church was before. Right. Yeah. Um, but now we've got 300 plus at the building at the same time. And, and so people feel like they've been thrown into a mega church. And so it's a little bit tumultuous trying to pass through that and help people see that and understand that. And we're working at it. But um, so, so I think the solution is uh, for 2024 discipleship, Good. That, that everyone needs to connect and plug into some level of personal discipleship. And I don't even think we as leadership need to dictate how that happens. How, no, um, it just needs to but, happen. But we are working to create a... a uh, an abundance of avenues for that, whether it be a small group, whether it be a Bible study that runs eight weeks, whether it be a two-month, four-month women's Bible study, men's Bible study, men's breakfast. I mean, we have all these things going on. And frankly, we didn't have the space to do all those things at the same time before, and now we do. And so we have all these kind of moving parts at the same time, and it's a really great opportunity that we have because we have more space. And so we're doing it. And and I think if anyone feels like man, this church got big fast, get in one of those smaller groups and connect yeah. and and be discipled and and you'll find a home. You know, I, I will say to anybody who who has felt that way because I'm you know I'm sure a lot of us have. I'm sure you have. Felt that I'm sure way, you yeah. felt like over the last few weeks, like staring in the standing in the back, like wow, how did this happen? Oh, after like, the first Sunday, we had we had an elder meeting after our first Sunday in here, mm-hmm. and I came in and and like I was almost breathing into a paper bag because I was like. <laughs> That was the what first Sunday do? that like I, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't talk to everyone here. Yeah. And it, the control freak so, in me couldn't handle it. So I I think I think that speaks volumes to you guys as our pastors just what you were doing like you were doing all of that before. Mm-hmm. Two services trying and you know I I know we used to say it wasn't two different churches but a lot of times it did feel it felt, like that it, did feel it, like it felt it. like that because mm-hmm. of the circumstances so um, hopefully um, guys if you are in that same place and you haven't gotten to a place where you're like okay we can do this we just got to work out some kinks um, I hope you can show some grace um, and um, maybe instead of uh, spouting off the problems, maybe try to come up with a solution and be positive and encouraging to your pastors and don't complain to them like I do all the time. But you can. You can complain. and I don't give you half my complaints, man, so you better well, dial I, that I back real quick. I appreciate you withholding some of them. Um, <laughs> some of them are late at night. But this is why we have a plurality. You know, yeah. We have four, uh, maybe even by the time this comes out, Ships. we'll have five. Um, uh, and so, I mean, we have five pastors yeah. that, that are you know able and, and qualified and, and We're going to have a pastor by Friday, man? Is this coming out Friday? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. No, we ain't gonna have another well, pastor. Well, dial back then. then. Settle down. But it's only like two okay. weeks. Yeah, I know. So we're yeah, we got some. Steven, we got so some I'm big stuff coming. We'll see. I don't know if I'm gonna vote for him or not. <laughs> You're gonna start a campaign. See what like he can a offer me. Listen, him. <laughs> he he ran my name through the mud the other day with my kids, so he's on the poo poo list right now. No, guys, it's always so good. Um, I complain about you a lot. I complain a lot to you, um, but really thankful to be back with you guys today. And um, thank you to our listeners for being patient um, with us and towards us um, in this um, season of change and growth and adjustments. Um, Thank you so much for listening and sticking it out with us, and we'll catch you back here next week. Slurp, slurp. Jeremy. 
Stop that. I'm going to make it a thing. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app. And we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer. <laughs>